Welcome to A Priceless Perspective with the Confidence Coach, Dr. Nicole Steele. This power-packed podcast was designed for ladies and leaders who are ready to unveil their purpose, unpack their potential, and understand they are simply priceless. As an award-winning program executive, prominent advocate for women and girls, published author, professional speaker, and personal confidence coach, Dr. Steele brings over 25 years on the front line addressing issues that matter to ladies, leaders, and little girls. She is passionate about helping others uncover the beauty, boldness, and brilliance within as they walk with confidence and clarity in who and whose they are. From the classroom to the boardroom, Dr. Steele and her priceless posse of professionals bring information and revelation that sparks transformation in the lives of the listeners. Are you ready to uncover the true brilliance within and tap into your full potential? Are you prepared to discover and embrace the things that make you uniquely you? Are you ready to find your voice and walk at a new level of confidence without apology? If so, you are tuned into the right place. A priceless perspective with confidence coach, Dr. Nicole Steele is designed to do that and more. Now let's get the show started with your host, the confidence coach, Dr. Nicole Steele. Thank you for tuning in to A Priceless Perspective. I'm your hostess, Dr. Nicole Steele, and today I am thrilled to welcome to the show a native of Irvine, Texas. She's the co-founder and CEO of Truscott Enterprises, where she and her husband, Lewis, provide a variety of services that move God's people forward. She's what I consider to be a true multifaceted individual. She's developed multiple powerful programs. She's an author, she's a coach, she's a consultant. And among many of the things that she and her husband have done, she is also the founder of Wives in Waiting. So why don't you join me in welcoming Ms. Shante Truscott. How you doing? Good. How are you? Thank you so much for having me. Yes. Thank you for joining. Thank you for joining. So congratulations on all of your accomplishments, honey. When I was looking at your bio, it was quite extensive. Congratulations. Yes. You have been really, really busy. Yes. Who, um, can you start by telling our listeners about, you know, wives in waiting? I, yes. I love this. Um, you came referred actually by a, a dear friend of mine who said, you know, as we were lining up guests for these, you know, for these episodes, she said, I've got the perfect person. And so your reputation preceded you. So I have had the pleasure of learning uh, through both my research as well as through people who've experienced the program that you, that's impacting lives of women all over. So can you tell our listeners about Wives in Waiting and, uh, a little bit about what prompted you to start that program. Sure. So I'll actually start with what prompted me to start the program and then get a little bit into what it's about. 
So I think if you um, are a follower of Christ, if you're a believer, if you're a Christian, um, you are frequently taught all the things to do, right? Like what a relationship with God looks like, what it's supposed to sound like, how other people perceive you and, and all of those wonderful things. But we're not necessarily taught about what happens in the hard times. What happens in the times when all those things that you're taught to do and all those things that you're taught to say don't produce the results that you expect, especially when you're in those really hard seasons. And a lot of times we spend time teaching people about God as our father, which he is. God is our friend, which he is. And, you know, all of the aspects of the Lord. Um, but one thing that really saved my relationship with God and took me into a deeper understanding of, of God's love for his church is Isaiah 54 and 5. That says that our maker is our husband. And that's not to scare anybody. And that's not to scare the men of God away. But understanding God in that relation to the church, which is his entire bride, really, I would say, revolutionized the way that I saw the Lord. Like the care and the comfort that it takes in a marriage is exactly how God sees his church. And that's the care and the comfort. And the love that he has for us, it's similar. It's really the picture of what a marriage between a man and a woman are supposed to be, is that deep, undying love and passion and sacrifice that's built into that scripture and what that actually means for us. So for me, I was in a desperate place. You know, we were, we were traveling around the world. My husband was playing basketball and we couldn't go to church. So everything was challenged about what I knew, you know, that this is how I identify, identify myself as a believer. And so getting into this deeper study and this deeper revelation of how God saw his church and more specifically me is where Wives and Waiting was birthed from. So it's about being the bride of Christ. And of course, for our, our brothers in Christ, they're not drawn to that part. <laughs> it's a ministry for women. Right. And helping us develop that intimacy and that connection and how to honor our relationship with God and how that impacts every other area of our lives. So we're waiting as the bride of Christ. But what are we doing, you know, while we're waiting for the Lord to return to his people? So that's kind of the, the short version of how we got here and how Wives and Waiting got started. Now, can you tell them how long the uh, the program or the ministry has been in existence? Yes. Yeah, so we are seven and a half years old. <laughs> we are anxiously anticipating our eighth year and birthday is what I call it. Not just an anniversary, because this was something that was born um, for sure. So seven and a half years old, we were born in the in November of 2012. Um, and we have been impacting women, like you said, around the world um, that entire time. Again, I, I wasn't in the United States when this ministry was born. So it was actually an international ministry before it was a national ministry. I love it. I love but God it. has been really faithful in those seven and a half years. Well, I know um, you've been very transparent in your in your own personal testimony and um, sharing from what I believe, how for years of your life, you had what we would probably describe as religion. You, right. you were in the church, you were, you know, doing as many people do, but you talk about that encounter. And I guess it's just what you spoke of, you know, uh, that led you into a deeper relationship, that revolutionary word, um, that you received that really changed uh, the relationship. Right. I think a lot of our listeners might be able to truly, you know, relate with that. Can you, um, you know, talk about 
uh, the women and, and how they come in into the program? Do you find that there are women who, like you early on, thought they knew until their eyes are open, you know, looking at it from another lens? Definitely. Um, I would say Wise and Waiting is a ministry for, for all women, of course, but I would say the large majority of women that are looking for something like this ministry and who become active and who become involved and engaged are women that are, are almost desperate for a relationship with God, that they have gone through the routine. They um, have gone through the you know, all the, the rigmarole of the protocol and things like that. And I'm a woman of order. So hear me, you know, hear me when I say that this is not about being out of order. Um, but women that are looking for what I would describe it biblically is like this ministry is really for the women that come to the well, right? The Samaritan women that they are maybe ostracized or cast out or tired of the routine of religion. And really looking for that deep connection and that deep intimacy with God. And for me, that's what produces obedience in other areas. So, yeah, um, it's for the woman who is tired of the same old thing, because we know like doing things that God is not boxed in by our religion, by our denomination. And we can even see in the times that we're living, he's not boxed into our church either. This is a ministry for women who are looking for something deeper and and something more that they know they can't do life alone. They can't keep doing what they have been doing and to know that religion doesn't have the ability to save them. Again, it's that anchoring in that intimate relationship with God that changes everything. Mm -hmm. I love that. And it's so needed. It is so needed. Like you said, especially at a time like now for those who are tuning in, depending on when they're tuning into the show during this taping, we're right in the middle of a global pandemic, uh, COVID-19. And so when you think about all of the, the things that have had people bound, you think about religion, you think about just, you know, the church, the building, all of the traditions. And, and like you said, I'm a woman of order, you know, right. I, I, I'm not discounting all of that. But if there's been anything that has happened um, in this time is to really, if people are listening, to awaken them. Yes. To invite them into a personal relationship with Christ. I love the uh, the whole concept and premise of wives in waiting. And, and, you know, like you said, us being the bride of Christ and Christ mm-hmm. our husband. Uh, because when you think about natural relationships, I mean, right. Gary, my husband and I, uh, oh, Lord. Woo! Oh, you gonna be mad at me? Twenty-one years. I that is amazing. Now I don't know. It's a long time. But when I think about, um, if anybody thinks about a marriage, you know, there are certain components. Yes. Determine whether a marriage is healthy. Or mm-hmm. And I think about things like communication and spending time. Yes. And um, you know, the selflessness. And the sacrifice and the obedience and the, you know, all of all of those things, you know, that are are really important, you know, putting one before yourself and just um, the love the you know, the ending undying love, the um, just all of those things. And and like you said, I mean, to see our heavenly father. Mm -hmm. That as a father is one thing, but of course the relationship that people have with their fathers is different. Yes. 
that like the the friend, the relationships we have with our friend are different, but the relationship between a bride and a groom, a true, yes. it's it's so beautiful. It's it is so beautiful. So I love that. I love that. So can you walk us through um, the wives in waiting experience? If yes. Someone is involved in your program, or your organization, or they come to your events. What does that look like? Yeah. So we have a couple of different approaches of how we want to meet the needs of the women that are drawn to Wives and Waiting. And I say the drawing because I'm a firm believer that there is something for everyone. And even if it's not us, God has created something that will draw you closer to him. So the women that are drawn to Wives and Waiting, we use our Wives and Waiting platform and just kind of build on top of that. So our Wives and Waiting platform, we hold in-person what we call sister circle meetings, which are small group meetings in our different areas where those sister circles are located. Then on top of that, we also have a program called Restored Bride. So this is really coming after our sisters who have felt a disconnect in their relationship with God for whatever reason, right? Whether it is from abortion or divorce or death or loss, anything that disrupts your connection we take you through some intense discipleship through our Restored Bride program. Then the next program that we have is called Good Thing 101, which really focuses on the, the natural marriages, you know, that, that women are in. So that is for small group, um, small group mentoring for women that are engaged or have been married less than five years. So we do some small group mentoring specifically focusing on your natural marriage. Then we have a program called Favor Revealed, and that's for all of our either graduates of Good Thing 101 or if you've been married longer than five years. Um, none of us have been married as long as you have. You are like um, goals. <laughs> um, but myself and the other leaders that kind of heads that program up, um, I've been married for almost 13 years and she's been married for 11. And we just take that experience, that life experience with biblical background to help walk our sisters through that. Then we have what's called Wives and Waiting Youth, which is for our younger sisters and helping them take that biblical foundation and practically apply it. Like we know in, in today's times, being a woman is hard enough in and of itself with all the lies that we're constantly fed. But then being a young woman on top of that, and that actually runs all the way from 12 years old to 24 years old. Within that, we have a college component as well, where we really um, hit the college campuses really hard. Um, in addition to those things, we, we connect virtually, but we also connect in person. Again, we have the small groups with the sister circle meetings. And then we also annually have a night of worship which is exactly what it sounds like, um, that we come together just to worship God. Um, again, not not um, being boxed into religion or denomination. Sometimes this is held in a church. Sometimes it's not held in a church. Um, wherever the Lord leads us to hold it, and we select one of those cities where we have a small group to host those events. Um, but these small small sister circles that we have, they can range from a Bible study night to we're going out to dinner, you know, or we're going out to bowling or we're going out to serve the community. Just building sisterhood as the body and the bride of Christ. And that is something that is really important to us because I, I'm a firm believer that when you are deeply rooted in your relationship with God, your relationships with people are the fruit of that. Um, so we're, we're kind of hitting things from every aspect. We're, we're taking your relationship with your husband or future husband. We're taking your relationship with your children. We're taking your relationship with other women, um, you know, in, into, into consideration in everything that we do. And then finally, we do have a special program. It's called Dear Abigail. 
which is specific to our sisters that are in relationships of crisis, right? Because everyone, like you said, when you see those healthy relationships and what those look like, but then we also see what some of those unhealthy things look like. And we want to help walk our sisters through that. And not just, we're not just throwing sister at them, right? We're taking the meat of God's word and helping them apply that to their current situation, because that's sometimes where we get stuck in religion. Like we know what the Bible says, but how do I translate that? into my, my current situation. So everything that we do is, is based in scripture and prayer. Um, I'm a firm believer in being theologically sound um, because we want to lead people according to the way God says, not what we think, because we all have right. opinions. Um, right. So that's, that's it, you know, you know, in a nutshell, but we, we make sure that our focus is on scripture first, fellowship second, um, and then discipleship is a huge part of that. So in terms of, um, say for instance, with the circles, Yes. Um, the frequency, the length of time, is it is it ongoing or does it depend on the particular circle? How, how does that work? So typically, um, I've been making a running joke because we are in a global pandemic. I have been saying outside is closed. <laughs> but when outside is open, um, each of the cities where the sister circles are located meet on a monthly basis. So we're not located in every single city, which is why we do have the virtual component. And so everything we're doing right now, of course, is virtual. We are having virtual small groups mm -hmm. and those happen again once a month. We actually just came off of, um, like you said, the timing of this uh, recording is we had a full week long, uh, basically revival that we held online that culminated in um, a worship night virtually on Good Friday two weeks ago. Um, so that gives you an idea of, of what we're looking for when we do our small group events. So again, if in a regular and normal, you know, schedule of events, we are meeting monthly where those small groups are located. And then for those women that there's not a small group in their city, then you do still have the virtual aspect that you can rely on as well. We're not, we don't want to impede on anyone's schedule, but we do want to impact your everyday life. I love it. I love it. So then in between those sessions, what, what other ways do the ladies part of this program, how are they able to connect? Yes, we um, are not a social media social media ministry because we do meet in person, but we do utilize social media to roll out some of those things, like you said, to, to meet the needs in between our in-person meetings. So mm -hmm. every single Thursday night, every single Thursday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, we hold what's called tea time. It's this our cute way of calling Bible study that we come together and we're studying. This year, we're studying the women of the word. So every Thursday night, we're studying a different woman in the Bible. I'm and not. it's your interactive study, and we host that on Facebook Live. The mm -hmm. other component that we have is every first Monday of the month at 6 a.m., early, I know, mm -hmm. Eastern Standard Time, and every last Monday of the month at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, late, I know, we host prayer. We have time to live prayer requests. We have time where each of us, a, a group of our leaders are coming together to pray as God leads. You know, a lot of our focus right now has been about this global pandemic, about frontline and essential workers and unemployment and things like that. But we're taking prayer requests from everything from I'm praying for my child to be returned home. I'm praying for my marriage to be restored. I'm praying to be found by my husband. Like we're running the game. I'm praying for healing. Mm -hmm. Of those things. So Thursday night, every single Thursday night on our Facebook page, which we'll give that info at the end, we're hosting tea time or Bible study, however you like to call it. And then on Monday, 
we're also having prayer the first and last Monday of every month, every single day, every single month. And then in addition to that, we also have a Facebook group which there's a lot of engagement and that's where we held all of our Holy Week and Passover activities also. Okay, so for the wives in waiting youth, uh, because I know that we may have some listeners in uh, tuning in today who are um, who are little girls. There might be teens, tweens be listening with their moms or their grandmothers to this podcast. So for them, what does does their format look very similar? Monthly, it looks it looks similar, but I would say ramped up Um, because Ah. when we look at our our older ladies. Um, their schedules don't necessarily allow them for more in-person meetings than monthly. With our young ladies, they want more connection. And we know that in this very digital world, that human connection is very important. So those those meetings for them, they have sister circle meetings as well. Um, those meetings for them look very different than ours, and they're more often. They typically meet twice per month. Sometimes we invite mom, sometimes we don't. You know, sometimes it's just specifically for our young ladies to have a safe place. We've gone through things from um, confidence to bullying. Again, also rooted in the word. Um, You know, we are in a, a, even though we're going through a global health pandemic, the suicide rate among young people is extremely high. And we take it personally, you know, that that's something that we have been charged to help our, our younger sisters, our daughters, our nieces, um, you know, our, our goddaughters, all those things to help address those things. So we are running the gamut. It is very hands-on and very interactive. Our leaders in our Wise and Waiting Youth Program, they are involved in the education of these students. We are at the schools helping them walk through things. We are there when they're walking across the stage for graduation. Um, this uh, for us, we feel the foundation we set in Wives and Waiting Youth feeds into everything that we do for everything else. So it it runs the game, but again, still with that anchoring scripturally. But there's a lot more fellowship and instruction given when it comes to Wives and Waiting Youth. Like I said, it's it's what we're doing with our older ladies, but on a much grander scale. I love it. Oh, I love it. I love it. As someone who is has been called um, to serve ladies, leaders, and little girls. It's it's wonderful to hear that you have uh, a component, you know, for young people, meeting them right where they are. Yes. You've got to uh, be intentional. I, I love, you know, I, you know I, I have a term that I say, and it's that um, prevention is priceless. Yes, yes. In the society we live in, we're oftentimes reactionary. Yes of being, you know, on the front end of things. And so if we can raise up our daughters and show them the way and encourage them and meet them where they are, mm-hmm. still sharing the same fundamental principles, I can only imagine what their lives will be like you know, as, they, as they enter into, you know, adulthood, as they, yes. whether they're single, whether they are decide to get married, but more importantly, their walk with Christ. What yes. does it look like? Oh, that just that gets me really, really excited. Yes. So tell us some of the cities that Wives in Waiting currently is operating. I know the list may be massive, so you can <laughs> pull a few. But yeah. there are listeners who are wondering, what are some of those cities? And um, if you are not currently in a person's city, 
what are the requirements for someone to maybe become a host yes. or leader in their city? So currently um, we are based in, I, I'm going like, to sort of give you an abbreviated list. So we're not here all day, but okay. we are in Dallas, Texas, in Houston, Texas, in New Orleans, Louisiana, Raleigh, North Carolina, Washington, D.C., Baltimore, Maryland, New York, Delaware, Los Angeles, California, Denver, Colorado, um, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Chicago, Illinois. Um, I'm, I'm thinking because I'm running out of uh, brains. Nashville, Tennessee, um, which is where Wise and Winning Youth is actually based, is in Nashville, okay. Tennessee. We're all across the United States. Um, we also have an international circle right now in Germany as well. So that is very exciting for us. And in the past, we've had circles in Nairobi, Kenya also. But to be, we are actively looking for leaders right now because the ministry, we are in a season of expansion, which is wonderful. So we need to increase our capacity for leadership. One of the things that I think is the most important when you lead in a ministry like this is that you be anchored in your relationship with God. Um, yeah. Because of the spiritual demand of a ministry like this, if you are newer in your relationship with God, we have more support roles where you can help and we can help disciple you and make sure you have a church home and those things. But for someone to lead, we need you to be mature in your relationship with the Lord. Um, but you know what God says, you know, about things, because that's what these women want to know. They don't care, you know, what, what we have to say. They want to know what God says. So first is being mature in your relationship with the Lord. The second thing is commitment, because one of the worst things that you can do in a ministry like this is that you come and you introduce yourself and then you're not here to stick around. Especially right. when you talk about the youth component, we yeah. want to be consistent in our commitment. Um, and then all the rest of the things we train you the wives and waiting way. Um, but but those are the two main things that you are committed and that you have a, a deep, mature relationship with the Lord. Everything else. We can help you with that. If you have a desire to serve, we we want you. We need we we need you because we have such a great work that we have been called to. I love it. I love it. You know, um, in one of the uh, one of the guests that I had on a previous show is so interesting. We were talking about uh, basically the importance of surrounding ourselves with positive people and yeah. you know just making sure that we have women in our life, um, you know, that we share their values and that can help push us and help us be everything that we've created to be yes. as opposed to competing and comparing ourselves. And so many women, you know, find themselves, I hear women who say, you know, I don't, I don't do females, you know, and they just, and a lot of it is based on their experience, but right. the guest that I had on the show was Shakria, Shakria. Oh. Oh, yeah. And she was saying, I was, you know, asking her how she does and has accomplished all of the things that she accomplishes and yet has the capacity to still cheer others on and help them accomplish their goals. And she, yeah. she specifically gave wives in waiting uh, a verbal shout out. And she talked about the sisterhood among the women in your group and how it was it transforms her life, you know, how she started many, I guess, many years ago mm -hmm. with you all. Um, but now here she is a wife and a mother of two beautiful boys. And she just, um, you know, just, just saying the praises of the, the spirits of the women in yeah. your program. And I think it's important for our listeners to know that this exists, that programs where women's hearts are pure, 
do this, that there are places and there are people who are seeking God's face that are desiring to, you know, to move their life in a, in a powerful and positive, you know, direction. And so I, I love what you're doing. I've seen yeah. what you're doing, uh, you know, in and through Shakria Thomas. And I just, I, I think it is to be admired. I, I do, I do. So um, yeah. I think just to piggyback on what you said really quickly, I think um, the devil loves to tell us lies about who can't get along. But right. if you look again, going back to that, that biblical foundation that everywhere groups of women came together and were unified, something miraculous happened. Every single time biblically in the Lord even tells us that wherever we are unified, he will command a blessing. And while I know that, you know, our own human flaws get in the way of relationship at time, I am just a firm believer. And I know like the call on my life is to show women something different. So like the standard you know, that we set for leadership. And if you're going to lead in this program is that you, you have to have that heart and we need to be able to have healthy conflict resolution and not have those, you know, those seeds of bitterness or jealousy or envy, because it will get in the way of it what will. God has called us to do. So I, whenever I hear people say that, I am just so grateful that that is the impression that people get, because that is definitely what we're called to do. I love it. Another thing that I really appreciate, you know, with the, uh, I, I heard you because one of my questions was going to be for people who perhaps um, are either new believers or maybe they're not a believer in Christ. Right. So they're, uh, or maybe they feel based on, especially hearing the name wives in waiting. Right. So you know, if they look back at their life or, or you know, maybe their experiences, choices, things that happen to them outside of their control. I think about the condemnation of the devil and the voices and yeah. the, all of those things that said that that's not for you. That's not you're not a wife in waiting. You're you're, you know, um, just yeah, you're 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 not in that category. I love fact that you all are very intentional about saying no this is a this is a word in an organization for everybody yes matter it doesn't matter who you are what you've been through god desires the same thing you're his bride too and i just think it's beautiful i think that that is uh that is beautiful so yeah and i think like you said like we i think all of us have a longing in our hearts to belong somewhere right we are looking for a place where we can feel safe and where we can grow. And that is why we do like, of course we are founded on biblical principles, but this is a ministry for all women. Like women have experienced salvation, you know, coming into this ministry. What, and I tell people all the time, no matter how you end up here, God knew what you needed when you came. So we are always welcoming and we, we will never turn a woman away who wants to come and be part of this ministry. We will never do that because Jesus, like God did never, God never did that. So we will never turn a woman away. And we always tell people, if you want to come in and just check us out, we're fine with that too. You know, please come in. And if there is something here for you, you will, you will be so compelled that you cannot leave. So Mm -hmm. we are just confident. And if we are who God says we are, the women that this is for, that they will not be able to stay away. And we have seen that. (laughs) I love it. Well, I definitely want you to share uh, where our listeners can learn more, where they can sign up, where they can see the list uh, for those that are interested in perhaps 
answering the call and joining you all in leadership, where where can they find out more about Wives in Waiting? Sure. We have a couple of different places. First is our website. <clears throat> so if you go to the website, wives, W-I-V-E-S-N-I-N, waiting with a G, dot com. It's proper English, not wives and waiting. <laughs> I that all the time. They're like, I can't find it. Make sure you add that G on there. Wives and waiting dot com. And our website is our home. You know, everything that you need to know is on that website. But to then connect with us, you can either join via the website. You can also follow us on all the social media platforms, on YouTube, on Instagram, on Facebook, under that same name, Wives in Waiting. On Facebook, you do need to enter the spaces. And then our groups um, where you can connect, especially for an engagement standpoint, to, to connect with other women and other members of the ministry, you can search the Facebook group, W-I-W, just to make it a little bit easier for, for you. The Facebook group is W-I-W, but everything else is under Wives and Waiting. Like I said, we are currently taking new members. We're always looking for new leaders who have a similar heart that we do. And we would love to hear from you, too. We are a very receptive, open and responsive ministry to just questions that you may even have. Even if you're not wanting to join, if you have questions about anything, we are happy to answer that. I love it. When I was on your site recently, I saw you got some cute merch, too, girl. Yes. (laughs) Your shirts and all of the, the wonderful things you have. Do people have to be members or, you know, part of the program to purchase those or those just free game? Can we buy? No, those are free game to the public. And we are actually in the process of creating some new merch, some new materials about where, you know, where everyone is in their walk with Christ. We're going to be developing some journals, some prayer journals, some toolkits to, to really help you walk in your journey with Christ. So please, if you are interested, you don't have to be a formal member to be able to, to rep that Wise and Waiting merchandise. I love it. Well, listeners, you heard it here. You know where to go. And on our uh, website, uh, my personal website, therealnicolesteel.com, I'll also make sure that you have all of the information in case you forgot. We'll make sure that people can find you. Uh, So Shantae, in closing, do you have any uh, final comments or words of wisdom for the the ladies, leaders, or little girls who might be tuning in today? Yeah, I would say my, my closing remarks would be to know that, that God loves you deeply and endlessly, no matter if you know him or don't know him or you used to know him. His love for you never changes. And he's just beckoning you back for you when you're ready. Yes, yes. Oh, I love it. I love it. Well, I'd like to thank you for us here at A Priceless Perspective. I am so excited about what God has done and what he will continue to do in and through the women uh, that are part of Wives in Waiting. I am looking forward to it being on every continent in the earth. Amen. You know, lives to be transformed all over this world. So thank you so much. I know today we didn't get a chance to talk about all of the other hats that you're wearing because again you are a phenomenal multifaceted individual but perhaps we can have you back to talk about some of the other things that you do including your coaching and consulting and some of the other great work that you and your husband do and so on behalf of our listeners thank you thank you thank you thank you yes so ladies uh it's it's been great thank you so much for tuning in to a 
Priceless Perspective. Again, my name is Dr. Nicole Steele, the Confidence Coach, and I invite you to visit me on uh, social media at The Real Nicole Steele or online at TheRealNicoleSteele.com. We look forward to you tuning in again for another episode of A Priceless Perspective. Have a good one. Dr. Steele helps ladies and leaders walk with confidence and shake off doubt while being reminded they weren't created to fit in, but designed to stand out. Do you have a product or service that you are interested in sharing with ladies, leaders, or little girls? If so, visit www.pricelessperspective to learn about advertising opportunities or being featured on the Priceless Picks portion of our show. Thank you for tuning into A Priceless Perspective with Dr. Nicole Steele, The Confidence Coach. This priceless podcast has been brought to you in part by Diamond in the Rough and Gym Makers, LLC. For more information on this podcast, previous episodes, programs, or products, or to simply join the conversation, check us out online at www.pricelessperspective.com or follow us on Facebook and Instagram at The Real Nicole Steele and tell a friend.